Right now, I am happy to introduce and bring on Dr. Ryan Simovich, the director of the shoulder division at HSS Florida in West Palm Beach. An orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Simovich specializes in treating patients with all types of shoulder injuries and conditions, whether it's related to a sports injury or degenerative changes or trauma. Dr. Simovich has special expertise in complex shoulder surgery, including rotator cuff repair, labral repair, and shoulder replacement surgery for arthritis. Dr. Simovich uses the latest minimally invasive arthroscopic techniques and is currently a team physician for the St. Louis Cardinals organization. Dr. Simovich, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on ESPN West Palm tonight. Thank you, Cyrus. Doctor, I think a lot of our discussion is going to center around the, uh, the rotator cuff and so let's just start with the most basic of questions. Uh, what is the rotator cuff? Yeah, good question. So the, uh, the rotator cuff are four tendons. And so around the shoulder, uh, the muscles and tendons are what allow you to elevate the arm, rotate it, have strength in doing things. And so there's four muscles or four rotator cuff muscles that connect to the bone through tendons. And uh, they're what give the shoulder compression and stability and, and strength. Dr. Simovich, how common are rotator cuff tears, and how does that injury usually take place? It's probably the majority of what I see in my practice. Uh, this is especially common down in South Florida, where we have a lot of uh, athletes of all ages. It becomes increasingly prevalent as people get older. So you know, there's some studies that have shown uh, that over the age of 60, about 40% of people have rotator cuff tears. And not all rotator cuff tears are symptomatic, so you may not know it if you have it. And it's only the ones that are causing pain and symptoms that we want to know about and treat, uh, but they're really prevalent. And so most of the time, you know you have one because uh, you probably have pain. Pain's a very constant fixture of rotator cuff tears, especially night pain. And a lot of times, in addition to emotion, uh, they notice that they've lost some strength in their shoulders. So it's a combination of those three things that uh, may be a uh, sign that there's a rotator cuff tear. Again, here with Dr. Ryan Simovich, director of the shoulder division at HSS Florida in West Palm Beach. And before we keep going, I think Dr. Simovich cut out for just a second. But again, those three things to look for were night pain, reduced range of motion, as well as loss of shoulder strength as the three signs or three of the main signs that there might be a rotator cuff tear. Okay, back to it. So, doctor, you talked about some of the symptoms of a rotator cuff tear and going back to the, the symptom of just pain, is that more of a dull pain that just stays there and aches, or is it a sharper pain that makes you kind of wince? So it can depend. Uh, so there are patients that have partial thickness tears, and even some full thickness tears where it goes through the entire thickness of the tendon where they may say, look, I only have pain intermittently. I, I uh, go ahead and I uh, take a uh, golf shot or I do an overhead uh, tennis serve, and I feel the pain, but otherwise I'm okay. And there are other patients that have debilitating pain that's more constant. And a lot of times those patients have pain at night, which is probably the most debilitating of all pains that patients can have. So it really runs the gamut, and some of it has to do with the size of the tear, and some of it has to do with the constitution of the patient. Uh, so we see it in all shapes and forms. Now, doctor, this might be a silly question, but I'm sure somebody else is thinking it, so I'll ask it. Can you sprain or inflame your rotator cuff from overuse, overexertion, or is it one of those all-or-nothing injuries where it's torn or it's good to go? No, you can absolutely injure it besides tearing the rotator cuff, fortunately. Uh, and so you can strain the rotator cuff, uh, and that would be a welcome option relative to a rotator cuff tear. <laughs> Uh, so some patients will fall, and they may develop a rotator cuff sprain. Um, they may develop a subclinical tear or, or just uh, sprain, the, sprain the arm altogether. But 
it's really hard sometimes to judge the difference between a sprain versus a tear initially. Uh, a lot of times it takes an examination, sometimes some special imaging to diagnose it. Here with Dr. Ryan Simovich from HSS Florida. Dr. Simovich specializes in complex shoulder surgery, including rotator cuff repair, labral repair, and shoulder replacement surgery for arthritis. So, Doctor, how is a rotator cuff tear usually treated? So, a lot of it depends on who the patient is, how they present uh, in terms of their symptoms, you know, what the age of the patient is, what they may or may not have tried before. So some patients do very well with physical therapy, and a lot of times that's our first line of treatment. Patients come in, especially if they've had chronic symptoms where it's been going on for a long time, we'll generally try a round of physical therapy, and a lot of patients will respond. We'll sometimes try a steroid injection, uh, so we'll give an injection of cortisone, uh, which acts like an anti-inflammatory around the tendon lining to see if we can help reduce some of the inflammation. And those two things are often very effective, but when they're not effective or if the patient has profound symptoms or traumatic injury, uh, we often lead with an MRI for diagnosis. You mentioned PT, physical therapy, as the first line of treatment and then possibly going to a steroid. At what point, doctor, do you consider and then in turn make the decision to go to surgery? Sure. So for degenerative tears, tears where people have had chronic symptoms for a while, uh, if we have an MRI that shows maybe a degenerative chronic-looking rotator cuff tear, we'll usually give them uh, six weeks of physical therapy and see if their symptoms respond. If the symptoms respond and they don't tolerate the residual symptoms or the symptoms are are completely gone, then, of course, we we won't offer surgery. But in cases where they have profound symptoms still and they've done in excess of six weeks of physical therapy and still not better despite our best efforts, we'll at least have the conversation about surgery. Now, patients that come in and have an acute tear, so take, for example, I just got back from skiing. Take, for example, a patient that goes skiing, falls, has a traumatic injury, can't raise their arm up. Those patients will often have the discussion of just having surgery from the get-go, partly because those patients do better. They have a higher healing rate if we fix the shoulder, but also because those patients tend to have more profound dysfunction from the get-go if we don't fix it. A couple more things here with Dr. Ryan Simovich, the director of the shoulder division at HSS Florida in West Palm Beach. So, doctor, let's walk through the hypothetical for the rotator cuff surgery. What's, what's the recovery look like when it comes to PT and then, of course, the steps it takes and the, the time frame it takes to get back to 100%? Yeah, so it's a long recovery. Uh, this is probably the hard part about being a shoulder surgeon is uh, we have to convince patients to go through an operation that's going to have a long recovery afterwards, but but it's doable. And so, in essence, most patients are in a sling for about four to six weeks to protect the arm. Uh, physical therapy will usually start around two to four weeks after the operation, and the physical therapy will usually go, go on for about four months from the operation. So when I tell patients that it takes a certain amount of time to recover, I'll usually say it takes about four to six months to recover from rotator cuff surgery. At four months, if you're doing great, I may let you start to go back to activities. Six months is more realistic. Six months, most people are back to full activities with a few stranglers that are still having some difficulty working through physical therapy. Doctor, I know that as people get older, rotator cuff tear, shoulder injuries in general are more common just due to the wear and tear of the active lifestyle that so many Floridians enjoy. And a lot of people, because of that, may not even know that they have a rotator cuff injury or a shoulder injury Are there certain activities that the average person may want to avoid to protect against a tear from getting worse or prevent a tear altogether? Well, I think a general rule for all ages is that, uh, you know, warm-up is important. Uh, Patients to stretch and warm-up, especially for undertaking activity, athletic activity in particular. But then as you think about uh, the aging population, certainly here in South Florida, and those that continue to want to play at a high level, whether it's tennis, pickleball, golf, 
and work out in the gym, they have to be cognizant of the effect of overhead activities. And so what I tell most of my uh, aging athletes, and I consider myself to be one of those also, is you need to be somewhat careful of overhead activities, whether that's the, the tennis serve or working out in the gym. Uh, it's repetitive overhead activities, especially with weights that are going to cause you to have problems with your rotator cuff more and more. So I think you have to be smart. You have to avoid things that are going to injure you, obviously. Uh, take good care of your uh, shoulder, among other joints. Uh, conditioning is important. But uh, approach every time you play a sport, not uh, not going into a cold. You've got to warm up like a, like a high-level athlete would. Wrapping things up with Dr. Ryan Simovich, who as well as being director of the shoulder division at HSS Florida in West Palm Beach, is also a team physician for the St. Louis Cardinals organization. Dr. Simovich, what's the most rewarding part of working with professional athletes and, in this case, major leaguers? Well, for me, it's uh, it's exciting because uh, I mean, what a rare bird to be able to sort of you know get in there and, and uh, you learn from these folks. I mean, it compete at such a high level, and and uh, you know, after all, it's, it's their job, it's their pastime, it's their love, and you get to see how they approach life and how they approach sport. And uh, I, I, to me, it's just uh, makes me want to do better every day in what I do. Doctor, again, thank you so so much for your time. Incredibly useful information for especially the active community of West Palm Beach. I definitely look forward to our next chat. Likewise, thank you so much. Once again, that was Dr. Ryan Simovich, the director of the shoulder division at HSS Florida. And you can find HSS Florida and Dr. Simovich at 300 Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard, West Palm Beach, Florida, or call their office to set up an appointment at 561-657-4610.